Hello, America, and welcome to the Sean Hannity Show. And as all of you in Sean's audience have instantly detected, I am not Sean Hannity. Sean is on his annual Christmas vacation, taking some seriously well-earned time off to rest and relax before the new year, which I suspect will be another crazy year. So we shall see. In the meantime, I am Jeffrey Lord of my Word of the Lord with Jeffrey Lord podcast, which is, of course, to be found on my website, thejeffreylord.com. And as some of you may know, I am a contributing editor of the American Spectator, a columnist for the Media Research Center's Newsbuster site, and a Newsmax TV contributor. We have a great show for you today. Congressman Scott Perry, the chair of the House Freedom Caucus, will be here to update us on the status of the Republican race for House Speaker that features House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy with a challenge from Arizona's Andy Biggs. Next, we will have on David Schoen, a great American attorney, well familiar to those of us in Sean's audience. We will be talking about the latest revolving, revolving around the conduct of, yes, indeed, the FBI. Then we will have Kentucky Congressman James Comer, The congressman is slated to be the new chairman of the House Oversight Committee. What a job he is inheriting. Just this week, the congressman said he had learned that at least 80 FBI agents had worked with social media companies on an unauthorized, quote, disinformation task force, unquote. He will be here to give us an update on the oversight investigations we expect to see, we can expect to see in the new year. And trust me when I say the congressman will be one busy guy with the cleanup from the Pelosi area. Then we will be talking to journalist Michael Schellenberger. Michael, as you may know, is one of the independent journalists who has been tapped by Elon Musk to sift through round seven of the Twitter files. And what Michael has uncovered is just stunning, chilling, I would say. As a result of what he has discovered, Michael is calling for Congress to probe revelations the FBI and intelligence community work to, quote-unquote, discredit the Hunter Biden laptop story ahead of the 20 presidential election. So we're looking forward to our chat with Michael. Now, let me start off talking first about the disgrace that is the January 6th committee and what a four-star disgrace it is. The committee can clearly be called a witch hunt. It had a uh, predetermined outcome. They hate Donald Trump. That's what they're all about. And as it ends its run, it has now issued a 154-page report. And what does it say? It is referring criminal charges against President, former President Donald Trump to the Justice Department. Specifically, and I want to go through this so you know what's going on here. Specifically, the committee recommended that prosecutors pursue four charges against former President Trump. One, obstruction of an official proceeding of Congress. Two, conspiracy to defraud the United States. Three, inciting or assisting an insurrection. Four, and conspiracy to make a false statement. Now, we're on a family show here. So let me put it this way. What bunk? Linda, Linda, no, no, no. (laughs) So let's go through these bogus charges one by one. First of all, President Trump did not obstruct anything. He addressed a completely peaceful rally on the White House ellipse. I was there. Before the events at the Capitol, I was not there. A rally where he said to the tens of thousands gathered to hear him, he said, 
I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Now, there was not a single word said, as you could hear, about obstructing, quote-unquote, an official proceeding of Congress. But if protesting the counting of the results of an election is obstruction, then there is the matter of Maryland Democrat Congressman Jamie Raskin, who was also, not coincidentally, a member of the January 6th committee. Democrats, in fact, tried to stop the certification of the Electoral College vote in the 2000, 2004, and 2016 elections. Among those Democrats was Congressman Raskin himself, who tried to reject Electoral College votes to declare Trump the winner in 2016. So knowing that Mr. Raskin was obstructing an official proceeding of Congress, as he and his committee are charging former President Trump with, where is the criminal referral to the Justice Department for Congressman Raskin? The answer is there isn't a criminal referral because Mr. Raskin is a Democrat and a Trump hater. And the January 6th committee is about nothing, if not double standards. Second, the committee charges President Trump with a conspiracy to defraud the United States. Got that? Demanding election integrity is now, quote, a conspiracy to fraud the United States, unquote. There is no mention that Twitter and its various pre-Elon Musk lefties were going out of their way to defraud the United States by deliberately blocking that New York Post story revealing the serious news of, the, of Hunter Biden's laptop. We now know for a fact that a significant number of Americans have said that had they known about that Post story, they would have voted for Trump. What Twitter did in suppressing this blockbuster story is, yes, indeed, deliberately rigging an election, something that was done with the backing of no less than the FBI, as Elon Musk has revealed. The third charge against President Trump is that he incited or assisted an insurrection. Again, what bunk? First of all, it is a fact that President Trump authored offered to authorize 20,000 troops to protect the Capitol, and Speaker Nancy Pelosi refused them. Over there at our friend John Solomon's Just the News website is this headline, quote, Trump Pentagon first offered National Guard to Capitol four days to National Guard to the Capitol four days before January 6th riots memo shows. Official Capitol Police timeline validates Trump's administration account and shows that Democrats' fateful rejections of the offers. Seems absolutely illogical, one official wrote about the security posture that was hours before the riot began. Now, that's the headline. John opens by reporting this. The Pentagon first raised the possibility of sending National Guard troops to the U.S. Capitol four days before the January 6th riots, setting in motion a series of rejections by Capitol Police and Democrats that left Congress vulnerable as threats of violence were rising, according to government memos that validate Trump administration officials' long-held claims. An official timeline of the January 6th tragedy, the story goes on, was assembled by Capitol Police, and it shows that a Defense Department official reached out to a Capitol Police Deputy Chief, Sean Gallagher, on January 2nd, 2021, to see if a request for troops was forthcoming but the offer was quickly rejected after a consultation with then-Chief Steve Sun. 
And who exactly was responsible for this rejection? That would be, you guessed it, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Cash Patel, then the chief, chief of staff to the then Secretary of Defense, told John Solomon, quote, the Capitol Police timeline shows what we have been saying for the last year, that the Department of Defense support via the National Guard was refused by the House and Senate Argent, Sergeant-at-Arms, who report to Speaker Pelosi. Now we have, said Mr. Patel, we have it in their own writing, in their own writing, days before January 6th. And despite the FBI warning of potential for serious disturbance, no perimeter was established, no agents put on the street, and no fence was put up, unquote. In other words, against the advice of the Trump administration, President Trump's offer to have thousands of troops to protect the Capitol on January 6th was rejected by Speaker Pelosi. Now, you know who else had responsibility for protecting the Capitol? That would be Congressman Raskin. And why? The U.S. Capitol Police are under the joint jurisdiction of the House Administration Committee and the Senate Rules and Administration Committee. Who is the second-ranking Democrat on House Administration? That would be the Democrats' January 6th committee member, Maryland Congressman Raskin. And oh, by the way, who sits on the Senate Rules and Administration Committee that has a role with this? That would be, yes, Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer of New York. Which is to say, in the style of the famous Senator Howard Baker Watergate question, Democrats from the committee need to be answering, uh, Mr. Raskin and Mr. Schumer in particular, they need to know the warning of impending violence and what did they do about it. And yes, this goes for Speaker Pelosi as well. There can, at this juncture, appear to be only one of two possible answers. Either Mr. Raskin and Mr. Schumer knew of the intelligence report that warned of impending violence and did nothing, thus making possible the ensuing riot that had been warned about, or Mr. Raskin and Mr. Schumer did not know of the intelligence warning of potential violence, indicating a breathtaking level of sheer incompetence when it came to their most basic task in overseeing the Capitol Police. Ensuring the physical safety of the Capitol building, their House and Senate colleagues, their staffs, and any and everybody else whose job required them to be physically present in the Capitol and the Capitol complex. So, suffice to say, the idea that President Trump incited or assisted in any way in an insurrection is pure partisan bunk, yet again. And then there's charge number four, that President Trump conspired to make a false statement. Say what? To question the integrity of an election is a conspiracy to make a false story? As it happens, the release of all the Twitter files that we're seeing now shows beyond doubt that there was, in fact, a serious effort by big tech to rig the 2020 election. There is zero faults about it. So what do we have here? What we have is a corrupt January 6th committee. It is ruthless. In January of 1981, my old boss, President Reagan, was asked at his first press conference how he proposed to deal with the communist Soviet Union. President Reagan's response is a perfect description of today's January 6th committee. He answered this way. The Soviets, he said, have, quote, openly and publicly declared that the only morality they recognize is what will further their cause, 
meaning they reserve unto themselves the right to commit any crime, to lie, to cheat, to steal, which is exactly a description of the January 6th committee. And when Republicans take control of the House, on, on, the, on the agenda should be an investigation of the January 6th committee itself and every one of its memos. Uh, my memo to the committee, save your documents, your text, your emails, and your phone records, uh, et cetera. And while we're on this subject of President Trump instigating an insurrection, let me go back in time a bit. When I was growing up, the protests against the Vietnam War were raging. Leading the opposition to the war were three Democrat United States senators, all of them who would one day run for president. Senator Robert Kennedy of New York, the brother of then the late President Kennedy, Senator Eugene McCarthy of Minnesota, and Senator George McGovern of uh, South Dakota. So in October of 1967, there was an anti-war protest in Washington. It began at the Lincoln Memorial. But then, as reported in the history of the U.S. Marshals Service, attention shifted by the crowd to the Pentagon. The Marshals Service reported what happened next. Quote, at 5.40 p.m., a determined crowd of 35,000 headed for the Pentagon. A smaller segment at the front stormed forward, scaled the walls, and forced their way into the Pentagon. The deputies and soldiers were taunted and assaulted with vegetables, rocks, and bottles. The troops inside the Pentagon rushed outside as the violence escalated. A full-scale riot erupted. Now, in that current atmosphere that that particular protest occurred in, that deserves a look if we're going to use the standards the January 6th committee is applying to President Trump. If those standards were applied in 1967, you can be sure that Senators Robert Kennedy, Eugene McCarthy, and George McGovern would all be charged with instigating an erection, an insurrection. <laughs> it would be ridiculous, of course, just like this charge against President Trump is ridiculous. But beyond that, what is being done with these so-called criminal referrals against Trump is nothing less than the criminalization of American politics, which will stain forever the historical reputations of all those involved. We'll be back. 